Last week I wrote an article about how food prices were going to continue to rise, making food unbearably expensive. Well, today I want to offer some semblance of a solution. So I'm going to share with you a handful of basic cooking skills that will hopefully allow you to eat well even when food prices go through the roof. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And these are basic cooking skills we all need to know. Basic knife skills. Knowing how to properly hold and use a knife is important for a variety of reasons. The first being that holding a knife properly is safer than holding it improperly. The second being that once you get used to holding and using a knife properly, you will be able to cut items much quicker and with more confidence. This comes with practice, of course, but the right technique will get you there much quicker. When holding a knife, I generally recommend that you grab the top of the blade just above where the handle ends with your thumb and index finger. Then wrap your remaining fingers around the handle in a firm but relaxed grip. This will give you the most control over the knife. If if the handle of your knife is too big to do this, simply hold the knife as high on the handle as is comfortable. Again, use a firm but relaxed grip. Your other hand should be used to secure the food that you're slicing or chopping. The key is to make sure that your fingertips are curled back and that you always know where they are in relation to the blade. I suggest keeping the back of your fingers in contact with the flat side of the, of the knife. This has the added bonus of helping to secure the knife even more. Just make sure that those fingertips and your thumb are back away from the blade. Building flavor. When we think of building flavor, if we do at all, it is generally thought of as adding spices and herbs to a dish. But the truth is that lots of flavor can be added into a dish just by cooking each ingredient properly. This is why two people can make a vegetable soup from the same recipe and have them taste very different. It's the difference between roasting or sautéing the vegetables versus just throwing them into the water raw. It completely changes the flavor and the quality. So how can we get more flavor out of basic ingredients? There are a variety of ways. As I mentioned, roasting or sautéing is always a good start. Roasting especially will bring out the natural sweetness of vegetables and intensify the meaty flavor of meat, bones, uh, or bones used for stock. To roast vegetables or bones, simply get your oven nice and hot. About 400 to 450 degrees Fahrenheit will be more than enough. Spread the vegetables or bones out on a roasting pan or sheet pan. Vegetables should be drizzled with a little oil uh, and then put it all in the oven on the middle rack for about 15 to 20 minutes. Then turn and put back in the oven until they develop a deep brown color. This will probably take about 15 to 20 minutes more or so and bones may take a bit longer. If using bones to make stock, once they are roasted, cover them with cold water, add a bit of onion, carrot and celery, preferably roasted, and simmer for an hour or two. Herbs like bay leaf and thyme can also be added in. After a few hours, strain the stock, keeping the liquid and discarding the bones of vegetables. Now you can add a bit of roasted meat, a few roasted vegetables, a bit of seasoning, and all of a sudden you have a delicious, flavorful soup. Sautéing vegetables. Sautéing just means to cook something in a hot pan while keeping it moving. It is essentially the French version of stir-fry. Sautéing vegetables rather than steaming or boiling them brings out their natural sweetness without developing the same dark brown color you get from roasting. If you're making rice, for example, saute some diced onion, carrot, and celery in a bit of oil until the onion starts to soften and go see-through. Then add the liquid as directed by the rice cooking instructions and cook the rice as you normally would. This will add a lot of flavor as well as a bit of vegetable to the rice. It is a simple and delicious way to bulk up the flavor.
Basic cooking lower end cuts of meat. Lower end cuts of meats are usually those that come from the more used parts of the animal, like around the legs. The more expensive cuts, like beef tenderloin, are muscles that don't get used very often, if at all. That is why they are so tender. So the more used a muscle is, the tougher it will be, and generally the cheaper it will be. Knowing what to do with these cheaper cuts is a really valuable skill. Now the number one technique uh, for these lower end cuts is braising. Now braising is a fancy word for slowly cooking something in or with a bit of liquid. So essentially you put a piece of meat in a pot with enough liquid to cover it by at least one third, then you cover the pot and put it in the oven or in a slow cooker for about 300 degrees uh, for a couple of hours. It takes time, but you don't have to do anything while it's cooking. It's just cooking. To get the most flavor out of a braised cheap cut of meat, we need to use all the other techniques we talked about. The liquid used uh, to braise the meat should be stock if available because it is already flavorful and will add that flavor to the meat. Uh, vegetables that are used can be roasted uh, a little as can the meat before being braised. Essentially, the idea is just to add as much flavor into the basic ingredients as possible without adding a whole bunch of other stuff. Conclusion. There are a million other basic techniques that we should all know, but the few that I've listed above will get you really far. Those few techniques will allow you to eat well on very little money for a long time. Learn them, use them, master them, and you will be happy you did. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HaveNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And of course, you can like and subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends about it, whatever you want to do. It's all for you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.